Today's podcast is brought to you by Frog Tape. When it comes to production painting, you need a tape that sticks until the job is done. Frog Tape Pro-Grade Orange Painter's Tape offers high adhesion and quick stick to a variety of surfaces, even in hot and humid conditions. The conformable backing makes it easy to use on interior and exterior applications like masking light fixtures, doorways and windows, or hanging poly for protection while spraying. Plus, it's easy to apply and removes cleanly without shredding for up to three days, making it the only production painter's tape good enough to be called Frog Tape. To find out more about Frog Tape Pro-Grade Orange, check out frogtape.com slash contractors. Welcome to Paint Radio with your host, Emily Howard and Andrew Dwyer. The APC podcast, the audio arm of the sprawling juggernaut for good that is the APC empire. Emily, I'm sure you know this, but in Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby, what I think most people agree has become the quintessential scene of American film when Ricky Bobby is saying grace. Are you familiar with this scene? I am familiar. Of course you are. Everyone is. So he's <laughs> he's saying grace, and he quite insightfully, not to turn this into a religious podcast, but he talks about how his preference for Jesus is baby Jesus, and that he encourages everyone. He's a very inclusive guy. He encourages everyone to worship and love any Jesus in any form they want. Cal Naughton Jr. chimes in that he prefers, I believe, the tuxedoed, Jesus, by the way, Emily, a lot of people say that you are my Cal Naughton Jr. I don't say that, (laughs) but as you know, many, many people do. People are saying, but I think the same is true for APC. Everybody sort of envisions APC in their own way. I envision APC as this like enormous amphibious octopus, almost like a Godzilla type, but of course, just a super happy, giving, and loving amphibious octopus just handing out information and resources and love and hugs. And so the podcast, like I said, is the audio arm of the amphibious APC octopus. Is that how you also envision APC? I mean, I think it's important to tell everybody that I don't know what he's going to say before we get on this <laughs> podcast. Neither does he. I have never thought of it that way, but yeah, octopus is a good analogy, I think. Maybe you think of tiny baby infant APC (laughs) or tuxedoed APC. We're many things to many people. I think that's the point, right? And one of the things, one of the arms of this enormous love-giving amphibious octopus is Top Job because APC has been around for 99 years. Top Job has been around for 23 years, which that's like only a quarter of APC's life. But yet, it's got so much history. It's got so much respect and recognition in the industry because APC loves contractors. We want to showcase what they do, and we love it when contractors enter Top Job. And we've got with us today one of those lucky and deserving winners, Ben Campbell of Campbell Painting in Lovely. Anchorage, Alaska. Ben, welcome to the Amphibious Octopus. Congratulations on your top job win. 
<laughs> absolutely. This is absolutely fantastic. Thank you for having me on here. This is really exciting. So I just appreciate the opportunity to get on here and get on this podcast with you too. Ah, you're too kind. We're not accustomed to such kindness. Um, <laughs> of course, if you haven't seen his job, which I'd be surprised because it's, I mean, all jobs are special, right? We love all of our kids, but let's face it. We love some more than others. His Sheldon Chalet job was really cool and different. And we're going to talk about that a bit later, but Ben, get us started just by sort of giving us the, the thumbnail of, of what Campbell painting is, you know, the size, the type of work you do, how you got started. We want to talk also a bit about, you know, your third generation. You've got a, I think, fascinating history. And so, uh, but give us the hallmarks of Campbell painting. What do you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been born and raised in the industry. I like to say paints in my blood or lacquer thinner runs through my veins. Because, <laughs> so my grandpa moved up here in the 50s, started one of the first paint stores, had the very first Benjamin Moore paint store in Alaska. So he started Ralph's Paint Shop in 52, I think it was 54, then Curtis and Campbell, which is another Benjamin Moore paint store in 66. My dad and uncle took it over in 77. They sold it my senior year in high school in 2006. So I worked at the paint store. I used to stock the shelves. I used to mix the paint. I used to sell the paint, everything. But my senior year, they sold it and uh, went off to college, got my degree, came back. And I'm like, well, I know everything about paint. I know how to mix it. I know how to sell it. Now let's start applying it. So I just started off small in 2010 when I came back after college. And 12 years later, we have seven crews. We have five painting, one drywall, and one wallpaper team. And we do everything from a hotel down to someone's front door. I always, I, I'll never quit doing <laughs> quit painting residential. I love residential and I love people, but uh, commercials, a huge part of our business too. It's always special, but it's not terribly uncommon for these painting businesses to be multi-generational, which is a testament to how much you, all of you listening, love what you're doing if you're able to do it the way you want. But what's unique about your story is that your family, they were not painters, right? They owned the store. And so that is certainly different, much like your chalet job that we're going to talk about. So when the family sold that store, and I also th think I read that it, whoever owned it closed the store this very year. Is that right? Yeah. That company was in business for 56 years and COVID kind of didn't have a good number on it, and uh, they closed it. And funny stories, I I was the one to call and tell my dad that it closed down. I call him, I'm like, hey, Dad, you know, Curtis and Campbell closed. And he goes, well, nothing's forever except Jesus. I'm like, okay, that's what you have to say? Nothing's forever but Jesus? Okay, all right, good thinking, Dad. It's a very healthy attitude. Yeah, that's amazing. So did you guys, and, uh, you know, Maybe I like to dig too deep. Is that, was that your store? Is that where you guys would shop? Are there many independent stores up there in Anchorage? No, there's not a lot of independent stores. This is the big box and the big chains. It was where we went because I grew up with those guys and I tried mm. to give them as much job security as possible, even though my family didn't own it anymore. I mean, all those guys in the paint store were my football coaches. I mowed their lawns like <laughs> they were family. So, I mean, I knew them. They've known me my entire life. I used to crawl up and down all the where all the pallets of paint and climb up everywhere and they they ride in the forklift when I'm like 11 years old. So, I mean, they, they let me do whatever I wanted back there when my family owned it. So, I mean, I grew up with them. So I tried to give them as much job security. So, but yeah, no, it's uh, no longer open. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, but it, it's okay. It's, it's a blessing. They actually, 
That month they closed, another Benjamin Moore independent store opened up, and they brought those guys over. So oh, it was, good. It was, it was good. So All right. That's good. And so you moved from the paint store side to the contractor side. What was that transition? Like, was there something that you thought about contractors kind of growing up in the paint store scene and then moving over and becoming a contractor that, that either validated a thought or belief you had about contractors or changed it? Yeah. So, I mean, absolutely huge learning curve. If you think about it, I mean, there's one thing on knowing the material and another thing on applying it. It's kind of like a little bit of analogies, like an orthodontist and a dentist. They both work on teeth, but two very different industries. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) that's not the first time you've used that analogy, is it? Uh, Maybe not. So (laughs) that's impressive if you just came up with that on the spot. Yeah. (laughs) So it was a huge learning curve. And I remember in the beginning, I mean, you think you know what you're doing, but you really don't. And so I remember we had this huge commercial job. It was pretty big. It was my second year in business. And I was like, I called to order a boom lift. And I'm like, hey, I need a boom lift. It's only a two-story building, but it's long. And he goes, how big of a boom lift do you need? I'm like, I need your biggest one. So they sent this like 85-foot boom lift to my commercial site. And I'm like, holy cow. But huge learning curve. I mean, it's just kind of... Everyone thinks that painting is really easy, but there's so many tricks of the trade that make it go so much faster and actually stick. It's not just a spraying and back rolling. There's so many little things to it. And now 12 years later, and I did have a lot of people I can lean on and ask for advice too. There's a lot of old time painters up here who really kind of would give me advice on what I should do and pricing and things like that. So I did have some mentorship when I was younger. My dad, he knew how to paint, but he wasn't a painter, but he knew the business side of things. And I could really lean on him on a lot of things like that. That's awesome. So let's talk a, a little bit about this top job. If anybody hasn't seen it, you can see us on our website. If you go to paintmag.com and click on top jobs, you'll see all the winners from this past year. But give us just kind of your rundown of why you entered this job. So, I mean, so I'm born and raised here. I mean, I see everything in Alaska. And when I went to the Sheldon Chalet, which is on the backside of Denali Mountain, I was in awe the entire time. The amount where we saw massive avalanches, close but far enough away to be safe. We saw crazy northern lights. Like, I just knew that this was a once in a lifetime job. Like, it really, really is. And I still crack up about how they paid me to go out there. So another funny thing is, This place is very, very high-end, and it's really expensive to get there, but it's unreal. When I was flying in, the people leaving were the original owners of Taco Bell. So, I mean, they have, like, (laughs) they couldn't tell me the majority of people that fly up there because they make them sign a a waiver saying they won't tell anyone. It's becoming one of, if not the highest tourism spot for very elite people in Alaska. It's And it's just, it was just fantastic. I didn't hear any traffic sounds. I didn't, the only sounds we heard was our rollers going. There was no, no sound. And then the thunder of that avalanche. That's why we all ran out there. It was crazy, but it's just, it was absolutely amazing. And I can't thank the Sheldon family enough for giving me that job. That was just a once in a lifetime job. And I just went up as a project manager because I had to go. I didn't even paint. I was like, I'm going to come up here and I'm going to oversee this. So. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's it's incredible. I mean, so this was on the cover of our April issue. And I mean, it, it's so incredibly remote, which brings up tons of questions. But give us an idea, like how far is it from, you're in Anchorage, 
How far is it? How did you guys get there? What was it like setting up logistics to get to something that was so off the grid? So we had to do two different options. So I got the Cush option where I flew with the owner on a helicopter out of Anchorage to there, and we landed right on their landing pad, right on the Sheldon Chalet. (laughs) And I I asked her, I was like, what if we forget something and we have to uh, fly in something with the helicopter? She's like, that's $9,800. Okay, don't (laughs) forget something. (laughs) I'm like, for one seat, you know, I'm like, okay, all right, I will not forget anything. And that was the biggest thing. And then my guys had to drive up to Talkeetna. That's about an hour and a half drive from Anchorage. And then they had to fly in the Otter and land on the glacier below, which is the flight's about a 40-minute flight from Talkeetna to Denali. So it's it's outside Anchorage probably, yeah, a couple hours. But it's not like road system access. It's you're flying straight, straight into the wilderness. Like there's absolutely nothing around except this chalet, which is freaking awesome. But the planning (laughs) portion was the biggest portion because I could not forget anything. If I forgot anything, we would have been absolutely done. So that was the big thing about a checklist and not just starting a couple days before ordering your paint. We started this a month and a half before we're ordering the materials, getting the colors checked, getting them approved, getting everything palletized, get my guys ready I had to give them a checklist. I, one one of my guys didn't even bring boots. And I think he was just wearing Crocs. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> so, so just the planning and preparation of everything was absolutely key because there was no going back. If we didn't have it, we could not complete the job. So I overestimated on so many things. So we had to bring a good chunk of stuff back, but that's not the problem. The problem would have been if we would have forgot something. How did you transport everything? Because that was, that was another issue was getting everything onto the job site. Yeah, so I flew with the paint on the helicopter because if we don't have the paint, there's, <laughs> we can't do anything. So <laughs> I flew with all the paint and a couple of materials, a couple of roller pads and stuff like that. But the Otter, it, it's a big plane. It's a big bush plane. And so it can hold all my crew. And then they loaded up everything in there, all of our ladders, all of our roller poles, all tape, film, everything else in there. They drove the company truck up from Anchorage to Talkeetna. Everything loaded in there. Then we had to unload it onto the plane and then fly over to the chalet, land on the glacier, haul all of this equipment up the glacier, up this ridge to the chalet, which it's 30 minutes one way to haul oh. all the equipment. And so it was It was probably, I, I think I did oh, at least six or seven trips back and forth. It was a oh whole day of loading stuff up and back. And we had to put them all up because the, from the glacier up to the ridge, we loaded it all up on sleds. But then once we got to the ridge, you got to just two arms and carry everything up. So it was a, it was a trip, but still like great exercise and once in a lifetime job. So I was like, yeah, this is fantastic. Do you have a sense of what the elevation gain was from where you landed to where the house was? I don't remember exactly, but I will tell you, I was so thirsty. The entire time. <laughs> I've never drank so much water because we were so high. I'm like, I feel like I'm just dehydrated the entire time. So when you say you loaded everything on its sleds and then what, snowmobile? Did you have a snowcat, a truck? What? Oh, no. It's the quads were my legs. Oh, I my God. Yeah. There was no, <laughs> there's no snow machines because it's, it's actually the Sheldon Amphitheater is around uh, the national park. So you can't. To my understanding, the Sheldon Amphitheater is where the Sheldon Chalet is. 
and it's the only privately owned property in the entire nation of a national park. And it's because the Sheldon family's grandpa back in the 40s or in the 50s or something, he homesteaded this land because Alaska was the Wild West back in the day, homesteaded it. And they've actually been fighting the federal government on a couple of things because they're trying to get it back. But they, they've won, to my understanding, and it's the only privately owned land in the national park in the nation. Today's podcast is brought to you by Company Cam. The only app every painter needs, Company Cam makes it dead simple to communicate, document, and problem solve with your crew no matter where you are. Company Cam brings documentation, communication, and liability protection together in one simple, easy-to-use app for you and your entire team. Take unlimited photos and videos, share custom reports, create flawless before and afters, and even communicate and share progress with homeowners, with galleries and project timelines, all from your smartphone. Company Cam, the only app every painter needs. Check it out at companycam.com slash paint radio. That's us, paint radio, companycam.com slash paint radio. Or check them out in your app store. Company Cam, the only app every painter needs. So of course we keep hammering the logistics because they're so fascinating and unique, but I assume you're sleeping in the chalet, right? Oh yeah. Oh and yeah. You're making, absolutely. you're making all your meals there. Yep. We had to bring in all our food. We slept in the chalet. It's a five bedroom, two bath chalet, full kitchen, everything. But you got to be like sparse about what you use too. Yeah. They have to make all their own water there. So they're like, Hey, you can take a shower, but you better take a two minute shower and don't take like a 10 minute shower or you want to go out there and make the water. Cause they have to just shovel snow into it to make water. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. Did you did you have an existing relationship with the client? And either way, I I'm guessing they were somewhat flexible on uh I mean they weren't driving a hard bargain. I need a price and we're gonna stick to it by God. So I didn't have a relationship with them. I knew the name because their their name's been around for three generations as well as, as my family's name. I knew the name. I didn't know them, and it was referred to by a designer that I did a bunch of work with who did all the inside design of like when they first built it of the carpet and the blinds and all the accessories. Marnie Sheldon is the owner and she reached out to me asking for a paint bid because it's been, they built it, I want to say four or five years ago and they wanted to get a fresh coat. Wow. So we've got the photo on the cover. We've got pictures in the magazine. You kind of explain the job and what you all did in the publication, but you also did a really cool video around all of this. And it's very good. It looks, it's very professional. I think you guys probably had some drones out there. Like tell us a little bit about the video and who you used and why you, I'm sure you did it because who wouldn't want to have a video of this, but tell us a little bit about the video. Yep. I'm actually very blessed and lucky is one of my closest friends from high school. And we're still very, very close friends. This is what he does for a living. And so right when I got the job approved, I called David. I'm like, hey, David, I got a job, once in a lifetime job, and we got to get it on film. And he goes, oh, well, what is it? He goes, the Sheldon Chalet. He's like, you're kidding me. He goes, I'll pretty much do it for free, which he didn't, but he gave me like the cheapest. He, I think he charged me 1900 bucks 
And it was one of the best videos I've ever done. And he would have charged probably five to $10,000 to do something like that for someone. But it was super cheap. He's a really good friend of mine, and he's so good at it. And we're actually doing a couple more videos coming up on a couple more projects, and we can talk about it a little later. But um, I just knew I had to get this on film, and I didn't expect any of the Northern Lights or the Avalanche or anything else to come. It was just perfect timing how all of these natural not just like natural um, phenomena phenomenons coming and it came right in the one week we were there. It was so awesome. So what about the actual painting? I mean, once, once you got in and you actually stopped gawking at the scenery and you finally got to work, was it pretty much a straightforward job? What, what were you doing? Yeah. Standard interior repaint. It was all ceilings, all walls, all trim and it wasn't even doors. The doors were pre-finished clear coated. It was just a standard interior repaint. There was a lot of prep because of uh, the structure and everything else. I mean, it's all structurally sound, but we had to do, we brought in a couple cases of caulking. But ceiling walls, same color, and then trim was just an off uh, 50% of the ceiling and wall color, so it was just a lighter color. The thing is, it's just on most interior repaints, you have to be meticulously clean because it's just, there's such high-end stuff there, the kitchen and the kitchen cabinets and all the flooring and all the carpet. It was just a lot of plastic and covering everything. But for the most part, it just took us five or six days to do the full interior repaint. And, uh, yeah, it was nothing over the ordinary. It was just a standard repaint. Now, if this were a movie, one of your crew would have suffered a severe injury. <laughs> I know. <laughs> then the storm would have come. You would have had to decide who's staying <laughs> and who's going for help. Somebody's not coming back. Yeah, that's right. We would have to do the tracheotomy with the pen. Yeah. Who's got a pen? <laughs> you know, like well, Gruber. So yeah. I assume nothing like that happened. No, no, everything was good. No injuries at all. I mean, we were working the whole time, so we weren't out going back country skiing or sledding or anything. <laughs> but uh, no injuries. Everything went super smoothly. It was perfect days. I'm flying in and out, so the weather didn't hold us back. Because that's one thing that can be very stressful when you're flying out here in Alaska is the weather can change on you in two seconds. Yeah. And then you can get socked in for a couple weeks, which that place would have been fantastic to get socked in for a couple weeks. But it couldn't have went smoother. Everything went great. Enough material. They have a couple gallons left for touch-up. We had all the masking film, all the paper. Everything was planned accordingly. The guys knocked it out of the park, worked the entire time. It was one of those jobs that you just want to go back and do again. So was anything forgotten other than somebody's boots? No, um, n no, we were a hundred percent good. Well, the guys wanted to bring some beer out and I told them no, but yeah, nothing else was forgotten. <laughs> so it sounds like good on you to recognize like, holy cow, what an opportunity this is. Let me, I don't want to remember something when it's over. So you put a ton of thinking into this, you documented, you got it on film and obviously you're using it to market yourself in addition to the video obviously you enter top job you won top job so tell us about that how are you using this job and the top job win to promote campbell painting it's one of my biggest selling points so first you uh the magnets that you guys send up for the top job winner i have my guys physically put it on their vans themselves and yeah. so people see that driving around and that's a big credibility and i also when I show up to a job to give an estimate to a homeowner or commercial owner, I show them the magazine cover and I show them the article of winning top job. And then if we have time, I'll show them the video as well. And so 
that's a huge, huge selling point. Just the credibility that comes with a video like that, where people are like, oh, wow, he can do something this far out there in this high end of a, a repaint. It's a huge selling point for me. It's on my website. It's actually on my uh, my proposal. I use Paint Scout, and every time it's, I send a proposal to them, there's a presentation portion, and this video's on there. I don't. Know, it's just one of the biggest things, and I just want to keep making them because there's so much fun to make, and it makes the credibility of your company go up substantially as well. I mean, just the ability to show that you're able to plan a job so meticulously that nothing was forgotten, that nothing was missed. Um, how many square feet is the house? So the place I think is the floor floor plans twenty eight hundred square feet. Yeah. So that gives us around ballpark seven thousand square feet of surface area to paint. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's not small. I mean, that's no. absolutely incredible. Do you feel like it's kind of helped you to kind of the next level in your career as far as the types of jobs that you're able to get because you're able to show well, I mean, incredible organizational skills, first of all, and respect and pride and everything that you're doing. Have you gotten some pretty good jobs since? Absolutely. And it pushes me because now that's one of like the most now becoming one of the most well-known places in Alaska. I'm like, what else can I paint that's that well-known? <laughs> that's what's pushing me. Like, where else could I go and do that makes it this much of an awe in a video? And so we got another one coming up. And I'll just say Pioneer Log Homes. Have you heard of them? No. They're the, they're the builder out of BC. So this place is going to be it's a log home, and they had a TV show for a while. This place is unreal. This place we're finishing right now, we're sandblasting it. These are 200-year-old cedar trees. I can't even put my arms all the way around them. This place is going to be unreal, and it's on a lake out in the valley, and we're going to make a video on this one as well. It's just going to be fantastic. Like It's going to be hard to see which one I like more. I mean, Sheldon Chalet has his own obstacles and everything else, but this one too, and it's going to be I'm really excited about it, but that's what it is. It makes me want to push to get that next big job, that next big, what else could I do in Alaska? What else could I go here? What other places can I get that are just substantially on the map to get more credibility in the business and keep growing? Speaking of credibility, one thing I noticed when I checked out your website, paintingalaska.com, I love your use of video testimonial. I mean, plenty of people have video testimonials, plenty of people don't. But you really double down on these, and it strikes me as, as very effective. How did that come about? Why do you do that? How do you do that? So this is what I tell every single one of my customers when I go up there, because I, I go, if I say I could do something, it's bragging. If someone else says it, it's proof. Yeah. So that's why I get these video testimonials, because, I mean, some of them are way better than others, but it's just, it's so awkward to get on camera. So I'm so thankful that my customers are giving me these video testimonials, putting their word out there for me to help me get more business. It's like a safety net for other people that are coming on to my website trying to see if I am credible. They're saying, well, look at all of these other people on these video testimonials saying that I did a fantastic job for them. It's something that really, if someone's on the fence or uneasy, because let's think about it. There, there's countless painting contractors. There's a lot of good ones, but there's countless ones that really take advantage of people. And we get looped into that because yeah. there's so many painting contractors that do take advantage of people. So I just try to give them the ease and credibility that you're not the only person I painted for. And look at all these other people that trusted me in their home or in their business. And we, we knocked it out of the park for them. And I also noticed you even list your prices, bathroom walls, dining room walls, living room walls, and you give a price range. 
how did that concept come about? Transparency is key. I have nothing to hide. That's my whole thing when I go in there. When I show them my business license, my workman's comp, my bond, everything, I show them everything. So there's no ifs, ands, or buts. And that's why I put my pricing on there as well, because there's always going to be a painter that does it less than me. There's going to be painters out there that'll bid the job that won't even cover my labor. But I don't want to waste their time or my time seeing on just if the price is the only thing that matters. That's why I just try to show them this is what it's going to be around. Obviously, it's not concrete because every home has its own variables. But this is the range of the homes of the pricing that it is for my company to come out and to do your painting. So I just try to be upfront as absolutely as much as possible because I have nothing to hide. So that's why I just show everything up front. I love it. One last thing. And I also like your blog. You, you know, you update it regularly. You've got cool images. It's very crisp and clean. Do you do the website yourself or do you hire that out? I do hire it out. Absolutely. Okay. I am the worst millennial with technology. I'm just telling you that right now. So I have forced myself to get with technology with the, the apps and the projects, the project managing apps and clock in apps for the guys. But when it gets to website stuff, that's just way over my head and I have to sub it out. There's just no way I could build that. I'll tell you that. I think that's a good call. But, you know, one thing we didn't ask is, how'd your crew sound? How, how did they feel when, when they got this top job? Oh, they loved it. And thank you, guys. You sent me multiple magazines that I, uh, I gave every single one of the guys the magazines. A couple of them asked for multiple ones because they wanted to give it to their grandparents and everything. And um, they loved it. We had a celebration for it. We, we all get together. We do monthly breakfasts, but we had a Benny Hanna night where I just cook all the guys some food and I wear a hat that says Ben Ihana on it. And, and so we have a really good camaraderie with our team and the culture is just, it's just fantastic. I love my guys so much. They work so hard, zero entitlement. They take pride in their work every single day. And I just couldn't be more thankful for the crews I have. Well, we all talk about how you have to, uh, you got to celebrate the wins, right? You can't just be constantly go, go, go. You got to, you got to step back and enjoy the work. And I don't think there's any job that illustrates that better than this Sheldon Chalet. It's tremendous. And that's really what Top Job does. That's that's why we do it. We want to give you the opportunity, this very specific, powerful way to celebrate your wins. And that's uh, that's the beauty of Top Job. So, man, Ben Campbell of Campbell Painting in Anchorage, Alaska, congratulations on a tremendous job. Thanks for coming on the podcast and explaining that to us. With such energy and authenticity, we love it. Keep up the good work, Ben. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Absolutely. I can't thank you guys enough for everything for this podcast, for giving us the front cover and, and, and everything else. Thank you so much. You represent the industry well, and that's, that's what we try to do at APC. Top job entries are open, so be thinking about the jobs that you want to enter. Take those photos man, maybe it's time to get the drone out, get a video. Who's your friend who does video? <laughs> it's a tremendous opportunity. Of course, thank you to our sponsors. Zinzer, the title sponsor since 1999. Thank you, Zinzer. And we also have Company Cam and Frog Tape. By the way, Company Cam, you can actually enter. If you're a Company Cam customer, you can enter Top Job through their app. Is that is that accurate, Emily? This is accurate. Yes, we've got a how-to on our website. So, yeah, you can pop over there and see how easy it is. And I'm going to talk to Frog Tape, and I think it's time that we develop some special Frog Tape Top Job Tape. Frog Top Job Tape. 
where <laughs> there's a camera on the roll. And so it's just constantly filming. Now, clearly, this is in the early stages of development. I'm brainstorming. I'm an ideas guy. Um, so I'm going to talk to the good folks at Frog Tape. But I see this happening, Emily. This is going to be big. I love it. By the way, you know what I did yesterday? I renewed my subscription to APC. <laughs> it's about time. It's, <laughs> it, is, it is about time. But yes, even I, the publisher of APC, I still have to subscribe. And then guess what? Maintenance. I need to renew my subscription. If you want to be a friend to APC, and I know you do, we need you to renew your subscription every once in a while. So important in order to keep bringing you the content on all the tentacles of the amphibious octopus that we do. So when the octopus hugs you, hug it back, and you can do it by going to paintmag.com and renewing your subscription. It's important, and it helps us help you. So thank you for listening. Renew that subscription, and have a tremendous day. We'll see you next time.